0: Hi, guys, and welcome to episode two Straight, of the
1: straight podcast. back in. You've done it again. Second week in a row. Pestily, boys. So, Michael. Yes, yes. We've just filmed a video. We've, if you can't tell by our scenery, we have filmed
0: more than a video. So what we've done is we've uh, we've gone out to the farm and we filmed a video. And we've made many mistakes. We thought about, you know, we should film the podcast before we got to the farm, but the rain came down. The rain came down. Really bad. Really bad. It was on, like it was smashing the roof.
1: My lord, the rain came down.
0: And I was just like, you know what? Let's just film the podcast at the farm.
1: Yeah, and then we decided what What if we recorded it the next day after the video we film? And then we thought... Why don't we just film it straight after we finish the film? Why don't we film it straight after the video? Now, if you're looking at the video and and not the listening part of the ears without the footage... There is two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14 beers. 14, four, 14 beers in front of our faces. Yes. And
0: we drank at least 13
1: of them. In, in at least what? How, how, just under four hours. Under four hours. And you know what? I'm raring. This podcast is going to be possibly the best podcast anybody's ever listened to. Do you know why? I'm not a drinker either. No, because anything can happen.
0: Michael, just just for the listeners, have you seen me drink much?
1: No. I don't think I've seen you drink more than three beers. Maybe maybe two most times. And nobody – you know what? Let's move – let's get. Let's crack. Let's crack straight into it. All right. I wanted to know because let's just assume people aren't fans of you and they're only fans of me, which is very true. Okay. Let's oh, pause. Okay. We need to reference the previous podcast. Previous podcast. You know what? And how many? 160. Last time I checked, the last podcast, yep. I, I asked you – what would make you happy with like, because it was our first podcast, right? Yeah. And I said, what would make you happy uh, as a response from your audience to, to feel like you've achieved with the podcast? And you said, and these are your exact words, I, I beg you to check back at the first podcast to yeah. see if I'm wrong. 10,000 views. Ten No, 10,000 comments.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know what? I am severely disappointed in you. One hundred and sixty-eight comments. I'll comment on it. Yeah, I've I've commented on it, <laughs> and we're only at one hundred and sixty-eight. So you set a bar way too high, and now we look like idiots. No,
0: I feel like chicken tonight. You a, feel like chicken tonight? Sorry, no, I feel like the story was a little bit different,
1: but anyway, uh, moving on. Moving on. I want to know. Yes. Because imagine someone has watched this for the first time. Welcome. And they're like, yeah, it's the neighbors. Pop- oh, I recorded an intro. I I wrote have you listened to it? No. Have you not listened? I worked very hard on the intro. Yeah, I don't really care. That hurts. Anyway, here's the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. One, for the one and only. Two, it's a neighbor. the has a neighbor. what of you think? a neighbor. 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 Neighbor's a neighbor. Neighbor's a neighbor. 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 neighbor, neighbor I didn't hear it. Fuck! It's great. It's a, it. Honestly, you'll have a great time listening to it. <laughs> I'm excited. My 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 wife and my daughter were laughing the shit out of me when I was recording. <laughs> I was just yelling in the lounge room. <laughs> <We're> like neighbors. It's <laughs> pretty close. Uh, Think you the taste of No, the word neighbors was in the It was in the thing. Anyway, podcast. People who are watching this who have never heard of you before. Okay. Let's just assume because about 90 percent of people I talk to are like, who the fuck's personally? Yeah. That's good. Who 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 are you, and how did you get the name Pestily? Ex- ex- explain to us what you are and Pestily is. How did I get the name? No, well, explain what you are first.
0: I'm a flesh and blood living human being. That does what? Earth. That does what? Play video games and yeah.
1: Future and comics. what specific game do you play? Let's go from Tarkov. And what does that game do? Crushes my soul. It crushes your soul. But what do you do in the game? Uh, you get my soul crushed. You get your soul crushed by doing what? Uh, crushing other people's souls. Correct. By how do you crush their souls? They they, they step on me. Okay, so it, it's almost like I, I describe it to people like a, an impossible game of Call of Duty or yes. Halo. Yes. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. But it, just imagine a gun. Yes. First person shooter. Gun. First person shooter. And you're the world champion three times. Undefeated. Correct. And how did you get the name Pestily? So, when I was 13 years old... Fuck off, really? 13? Well, I didn't know you were 13. Once. That's so young. When I was
0: 13 years old... Yep. ...I started a clan called Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Like which a, I'm sure you know a lot about.
1: I know all about the four horsemen of the Apocalypse. Okay, wonderful.
0: Um, and I was Pestilence. Yes, you were. And um, we started the clan, you know, Horseman of the Apocalypse. I was Pestilence. Oh, yeah. And Pestilence was sometimes taken... And my my ex girlfriend, she was like my first major girlfriend. Oh wow! Yeah, um, she used to like making uh, the the nickname IL on the end of names, and I everyone used to call me Pest, like my cousin yeah. and my friend and that. Pestle. And see, so she used to call me Pestle, and I used to make that my gamer name. So like, she just took anything and just added IL. Like, yeah, so you, oh look, there's a dog IL. If, if you were Jack, you'd be Jackal. If you were Mike, you'd be Michael.
1: That's my actual name, <laughs> but you get you get the point.
0: <laughs> it was just the thing she did. We were young.
1: We were young and that, to be honest, I feel like she could have come up with something. That That's not the most... It was just one of the things she did. It
0: was very... It wasn't like a major thing in her life. It was just something she did. I'm glad it wasn't a major thing. Shout out to who? Jen.
1: Jen! Hey, Jen!
0: I don't know what she's actually done. I haven't spoken to her in like... How old am I? 35, 36? 36. You're old. You're very old. I haven't spoken to her. Very good. In probably
1: 15 years. So, Jenel! Anyway, Jenel. Um... What? Oh, I just enjoy this moment. So she, she
0: said um, that, and then I was like, mm, and I added a Y on the end of it, and it just stuck. Pestil. Pestilli. Pestilli. And to be honest, yeah. it was never taken with anything I did. If I played a video game, if I registered to a website, an account, it was always available, and it was yep. amazing. Yep. Right? So um literally if you look up Pestily before I was existent, yep. it was me. Yeah. Every single time.
1: Yeah. So you're telling me there's more people that have gone with Pestily now because of you? Don't get me started. Um I, I wanna get you started. Anyway, because this I'll is a massive that. thing. Let me let me and then I went to make a Twitch
0: account and it was taken. By whom? I think it was me. I'm not even joking. I think it was me a few years prior. I just couldn't figure out the login because it was following two Path of Exile streamers, which I don't think of oh, you know Path of Exile, it's like, a, it's like a Diablo 2. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And I was like, it's following two Path of Exile streamers, hasn't ever streamed, hasn't ever been active, mm-hmm. and so I made my name, This is Pestily. I streamed under that for like the first six months, yeah. hit partner, as soon as I hit partner, I said, I want to take over the name Pestily, they were like, yep, it's been inactive for years, have it. Yeah. And that's how the Twitch stream became pestily. You know, everything else was though.
1: He has a mug that's a Twitch partner as well. Apparently, and a Discord one. Wow, that's the story. That of That is story. that. I'm more more shocked by the fact that your previous ex girlfriend thought that adding IL to the end of things was a thing.
0: That's not a thing. It wasn't like a big thing. It, geez, no, so like it's like you know how like you're just having a conversation. You're adding name, adding. But you just like we're talking shit right now. Yeah.
1: Like, we're talking shit right we now. We are. You've added the hand movements for people. Okay. If he's burped, there's reasons for it. There's about 15 cans in front of us because of that. Anyway. Um, so,
0: yeah, Um. it wasn't like we spent weeks talking about this shit. It was okay. like one okay. conversation where she added IL, and yeah. I was like, oh that's, oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll put the fucking gamertang in. Yeah. I met her at a LAN party.
1: Oh, holy shit. You met a girl at a LAN party. No, probably the only person. That is, person is the most rare that. thing in the world. Yeah. I, I can't say I've met any female at a LAN party. Mm. Like, I would like to know if anybody's actually met a female at a LAN land party, full stop. Just in general? Or like actually dated someone from a LAN party? No, no, met any girl at a LAN party that wasn't a sibling or a relative of the person hosting the LAN party. Yeah. Holy shit, that doesn't exist in my world. This was before gaming was cool. Gaming's always been cool. No, it's not. From
0: when up. From there was a lot of times in high school where playing
1: video games was not cool. That's very true. Now, gaming's cool. The gaming's gaming is very cool. My son is all about gaming.
0: Could you imagine, like, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, I was if you were playing video games. Like, if you were playing
1: sixteen, like old
0: school Half-Life or Counter Strike One yeah. Point Six, and that, yeah, you were looked at as the biggest nerds in the school. Mm. Like, you were trying to figure out how to get on the computers at school, and that, yeah. Now. If, if you, you were, like, good at video games,
1: you're
0: like, oh, my
1: God. Yeah. That's fucking. Yeah. I don't know. Legit. It's too legit. To quit. Correct. No, the reason why I bring up Pestley is because I feel like we've done this podcast and we've just assumed everybody knows who you are. And because when we did the f- the first original podcast, because you all think that episode one is episode one, it's not. It's not episode one is is episode one point two is one point two is is what's up on Spotify and everything. But episode one is for our Patreon viewers. We filmed it, and what happened was
0: what it happened. Pissed was? down with Ryan. Pissed
1: halfway through. Halfway through, and we were like, "Yeah, you know, we put it up anyway." And yeah. I was like, "It has to be at least clean audio for this." It does. It has to. Everybody knows if you're gonna do a first podcast,
0: clean audio. And it wasn't so we put up on the pod uh, on the Patreon, yeah. and everyone's like, That
1: was a good episode. And we're like, Yeah, yeah, fuck you, you're stupid. You have no idea what what culture is. Hailstand. <laughs> yeah, hailstand. Um, I love that that's a thing now. Uh, also, I'm an fan. I know I'm so excited about the hailstand emo. If you're not camping stream, um, just type in pestily camping stream, you'll you'll enjoy your life, and you'll be benefit from it. But the reason why is, I'm very excited for those of you that are watching. Who aren't watching, I'll describe it for you. It's on Spotify it. now too. It is on Spotify. And is it on Amazon as well? One of them. One of them. It's on one of them. But I'm excited now because during the first original podcast, you mentioned my gaming name, which was? Captain Tugboat. Captain Tugboat. And, I, and since then I've thought, fuck it. I saw this when we were going out to buy, when I went to buy metal detectors. Yeah. And how much was it? It was $11. Not for the metal detector, for the hat. And, it, and I've got a captain's hat now. That's pretty cool. And so I asked my original question, why do you guys think that my name is Captain Tugboat? Because you know what? You're never going to know. Don't do I know? No, you don't. I've asked. You've asked, but I'm never going to tell you until you guess it. You've assumed it's about masturbation. Like 90% of the people I speak to is just like tuggy, tugs, tugs Boat, masturbation. You had a chronic
0: masturbation problem. But
1: that's not like it's not true. No, no, no. I think you're going to reword that. It's not that it's not true. Yeah, it's not that it's not true, but it's not that. That's just a coincidence that I'm a chronic masturbator. Yeah. Anyway. How many times have been caught in public masturbating? Never. No. Not public. Never public. You've never done it in public and
0: have been caught in public? I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> what is the definition of public?
1: Uh, people that aren't relatives or... People that you are familiar with, like the, like a stranger.
0: No, that's public people. I mean, like, what is the definition of the absolute public area? Like, leaving your house?
1: Yeah, so that's your... That's, leaving your property? Yep, yeah, so your place of house or your place of worship, I don't think is public. Okay. What about the bush? Is that public? Well, nobody congregates in the bush. What do you mean by congregate? Congregate is more than three people decide let's go to the bush and, and do like let's r- r- run a meeting. Disgusting wanks in my time. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm, I'm very interested in what you mean by disgusting wanks. Yeah. Porta potties You've done a wank in a porta potty. Yeah. Wow. I w- mean, man, you go I have masturbated in a church. If I had to get one out, like, okay, after a couple of weeks, you just had fucked drinks. Have you, I'm sorry, but. I've masturbated in a church and you're continuing with porta bodies. What, well, Dude, mine's got shit everywhere. Yours is like, eh, dad hangs out over there. <laughs> All right, you've done a porta potty I've done a church. Where have you masturbated <laughs> where you're like... And there goes our monetization of this there podcast. There goes our monetization podcast. Anyway, let me check the camera. Did it beep? No, I'm just checking it. Oh, I've got an angle cord.
0: Okay. So we had an issue With the camera last time We got the recording No matter what Oh we get another 10 20 minutes The recording is always Going to be working now
1: Yeah Yeah anyway Alright so So wax and porta potties Is a pretty common thing In the army you were in the army for a, quite eight a while, years. eight years. That's a fucking long time. Yeah, I didn't do any bushwhacks and, and porta potties so for at least the first eighteen months. Regardless of the masturbation, people are going to watch this and think, "Oh, so you're you're a famous gamer?" But that's not really where a lot of your work came from. Because if we're at the start of a fucking podcast and we're the neighbors, and nobody knows it's you know, when they look at our podcast, they see the, the word "the neighbors," they don't see "pestily," yeah. do they? Well, no, it's featuring Pestily but, and Michael. Oh, I'm, I'm Michael. Great, thanks. In my you mind, did, did you spell my name correctly? Yes. Oh, that's all good then. Would you rather me to have Captain Tugboat? No, I like Michael. No one does. knows who Captain Tugboat is. A lot of people know who Michael Everybody is. Everybody knows who Captain Tugboat is. It's the person that you... Anyway, you're. continue. Anyway, what I'm saying is the Army. Let's talk about the Army. All right, we haven't discussed this much. No, we haven't discussed the Army. Now, you know I applied for the Army once? Yeah. Twice, actually. You didn't get in. No, because of, because of my head scars.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. The brain damage.
1: But we're yeah, moving right. on. You were in the Army for eight years. Mm-hmm. Can you describe... The whole scenario in general
0: 65% sitting around bored, playing on your phone, reading a book, hating life. Hurry up and waiting. 30 to 33% of the most painful, back breaking, shoulder breaking, knee crashing. Physical? Physical experiences of your life. What
1: about emotional?
0: And then 2 to 5% of the coolest shit you ever do in your life.
1: What's the, what does that
0: entail? Shooting big rocket launches, hanging out Because,
1: honestly, there's a lot to dig in there because you, you've even had an incident with shooting things as well. Yeah. Have you been open about that with people? Not on my own stuff. I There
0: was a podcast that went on, PKA, where I spoke about it in oh, detail. On what, sorry? The Painkiller pain Associates? No, Painkiller Adrenaline, Painkiller
1: PKA. You, you're fine. But before we dig into that, which we will, like people just think army infantry meathead. You you spoke another language. Yeah, I feel like when I when I, you talked to me about army, it was more about I, the other language you spoke, not necessarily the the meathead side of it. Infantry in particular is not
0: just what people generally think of when the stereotypical army guy, particularly in the infantry, is just some brickhead dude that just lifts things and moves it to some place and yeah. just does what they're told. Hmm. I think infantry is generally the misfits. Yeah, they never. You you don't get a lot of just your normal, typical blokes. You just got a a lot of people that are just unique in their own ways. So like, you might have some like footy jock who's like super keen on fitness. Yeah. But like, you know, he might be the bit more of a meathead. Yeah. But then you got some really intelligent dude that just wants to try and like fit in with the boys. Yeah. You know, and you just you get the most like. I'm trying to think of a movie reference, but when you look at the movies of the inventory, and there's like it might be like Forrest Gump, and you have like all these different people that are like totally different from all types of backgrounds. You know, they could be from like different ethnic 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 ethnicity. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Or like they could be from rich families, poor families. None of it. Like some people were like from really rich families, and then other people were like they weren't. I they were on welfare growing up. Yeah. But when you rock up, you're all the same. Yeah. That's why literally day one of Kapuka, day one it's technically day two, you go down and get your head shaved and you're all bald from day one. Females as well? Uh, They they have to have their hair like fully clipped back tight. So they're pretty much like it's just like a – Yeah, it's
1: just tied back and nothing special.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's no like, oh, I've got a big ponytail kind of sticking. Yeah. None of that shit. It's like everyone looks exactly the same kind of thing. You're all treated the same. You're all dressed the same. Why do they do that?
1: It's to conformity. Make you all part of it, like a group. You're not special. You're not anyone. Yeah, you're, you're part of a team. Is it is it more about team or is it more about conformity? Conformity. Yeah.
0: This is the way. Is that a good good thing? I think it's really eye opening for a lot of people that when they come straight out of school.
1: Which majority of young people that go into yeah, the army, a lot are. of them are
0: either in like haven't finished school or just finished school. Um, they don't know how to iron. They don't know how to wash their clothes. They don't really know. They've never
1: been it. independent. No.
0: Yeah. So then they get told, this is how you do stuff. Yeah. This is how you be an adult. This is how you be a person, a member of society. Uh, and very quickly you, you get thrown into those situations and shown how to do it and then expected to do it to a high standard at a very rapid rate. I think it uh, it's really good for a lot of people. And then for other people, it's just like, well, that's just being a person, not being yeah. an adult. Yeah. And so those people find it really easy. The ones that don't find it easy the ones that are culture-shocked.
1: Yeah. Fucking okay, no. hell.
0: It's it's not a bad place. I actually think it's the military in as a, as an organization in the whole From Australia's point of view. From Australian point of view, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. There's definitely some flaws.
1: You know like, As as every military would have. It's no, it's like every workplace. Yeah. Okay, let me give you the perfect example.
0: I kind of think of particularly in infantry. A lot of people that are very intelligent, very wonderful at their job, they understand that they're better than infantry. Yeah. So they leave. And so what ends up happening is the people that stick around either – there's generally two reasons. One, they don't have, don't have anything better they want to do in their life and they're just kind of sticking around and so they're the, the leftover – I don't want to be rude but like deadbeats and they kind of just get promoted over time because they're stuck around long enough and they yep. don't want to go anywhere mm-hmm. else. Or two, and this is generally where you find the really good people, is they were young but they got married and had kids yep. and they don't want to leave that secure security yep. of money and, and support I, for their family. I very much understand that. And so then they're like, well, I'm making $60,000, 80000 $90,000 a year as yeah. they promote through the ranks. I don't want to go and then get a job starting again at fifty grand a year yeah. and potentially not have a secure job and not have the opportunities that the military gives. Yeah, and give up all the experience I've just put my ass in for. Well, so that's why they stick around. Yeah. So generally you you have a lot of the first category because they will not up having kids and stuff too. Yeah. But And just a few tail enders of the second. Very few people that are like, oh, this sounds really arrogant, but I was always like I want to be the best at whatever I do in life. It doesn't have to be military, but I want to be the best at whatever I do in life. But I kept getting hit down by the higher ranks because yeah. they were just I, – I, I wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel. I was just trying to push the bearings of – what is good training and what yeah. is good good quality soldiering. So the issue became I was either going to excel in a different field of the military, which is linguistics. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a Chinese translator. Um, but um, when I had a dispute about it and they said I'm an infantry soldier, focus on infantry, I said, all right, I'm going. Yeah. And I left. And they responded? They didn't? tried to give me a posting to the School of Languages to learn Chinese. Of course they did.
1: And I said, but, I'm going to go play video games and go fishing. Straight off the bat, you got in the infantry and you went straight into languages. What made you want no, to go? I did straight into it. Well, did, what made you go into languages then? All my mates deployed to Afghanistan. Did, did, you, did you just straight away go, I want to learn Indonesian? Or you, was it because of the fact that everyone got deployed to Afghanistan and you didn't?
0: Yeah.
1: That's another misconception
0: Yeah. of the military. You join the military, like, all right, I'm going to go to the war and do all these exciting things. Whatever perspective you have of it, it doesn't really matter. Soon you realise it has nothing to do with how good of a soldier you are. It's a lottery system of where you are. Yeah. So, for example, in a battalion, there'll be four companies, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie and support.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, in those four companies say, my battalion was 7 AR, it turns around, all right, we're getting a deployment to Afghanistan. They'll say, all right, we're taking one company and half the support. Well, okay, if you're in Alpha Company and they said Charlie Company, too bad, you miss out. So you had, there was nothing to do with it. And there's
1: no reason, reason for why they chose Alpha over Charlie.
0: You mean Charlie over Alpha? Exactly. But it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it's yeah. too bad. So sad, you missed out. Yeah. Now, if you're on... Then the next trip comes along and you're still an Alpha and they go, oh, we're sending Bravo this time.
1: Yeah. Too bad, so sad, you missed out. And, but can Bravo be like an earlier subscription of people? No, it's just luck.
0: Fuck. Like, so the next year's Man, you might come out... And this year, I'm in Bravo. I'm like, sweet, I'm in Bravo. Did you want and to? And then they'll go, oh, we're sending Alpha Company. That but
1: thing. did you want to be to, to, uh, to deploy. what, deployed Everyone to? Everyone that serves wants to deploy. For what reason?
0: The easiest way I can explain it is when you sign up to do a job and you train all your adult career in that job to do that job, you want to actually do the job. Yeah. So if you spend four years training to be an infantry soldier and then go, all right, time to go to Afghan, and you miss out, it's like getting kicked in the dick because it's like, well, I don't get to actually go do my job now. What do I do? Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I'm not sitting around for another deployment. Like I was in from 2009, our first deployment was 2012, and they were talking that no more deployments until at least four more years. Mm. So I was like, well, okay, I'm not going to wait till 2016 to deploy again. So I'm going to do something with my career. Yeah. And that's when I started looking for languages. Yeah. So in 2014. In 2013, when all my mates went to Afghan, I was said, well, I'm going to try and find something else to do. And I applied for school languages and got a posting in 2014 and I studied Indonesian.
1: Yeah. Hold on. I have a question. I just want you to add the camera. Sorry, guys, but this is uh, – we've gone deep here. Fuck, we went, we went more serious than I was expecting. Fuck, what a, what a night, first of all. But – You've just said to me like you work your whole adult career to work towards something and you don't get deployed so you go into fucking um, linguistics, linguistics. languageistics is what I call it. Do you feel like you got the full experience of the army without being deployed? No. But, okay, so let me go,
0: there's a bit to that question. Only infantry, only soldiers, particularly infantry soldiers, but other soldiers would surely understand this. Infantry soldiers that leave the army and they go, they talk to someone and they go, oh, you're in the army. Mm. The first question that comes after it was, did you ever get deployed to Afghan? Yeah. Did you ever get deployed, deployed to Well, because that's our closest did war that's you, happened. Did you ever get deployed to Iraq?
1: And you immediately feel judged. Yeah. Immediately feel judged. Well, if you didn't get deployed to Afghanistan, you've obviously not experienced the yeah, army. You haven't done your job. Yeah.
0: So most people don't mean anything negative by it, but it's such a common thing. Mm. Like it's so common the amount of people I've spoken to, and I'm sure there's people listening to this podcast that would be like understanding it if they've been depl- if they've been in the military but didn't deploy, is how that kind of, there's this weird feeling about it. I don't care hmm. like that I wanted to deploy, I wanted to do my job, but I, I could bless my you know I feel blessed with the fact that I didn't have to, yeah, you know, like something could have happened to me there. If it comes to down to the other side of things, which a lot of people only care about deployments for the money, in particular in the Australian Army, it's different for America. The Australian Army, you get ten thousand dollars tax free per month.
1: Mm.
0: Now, if which
1: is which is a fucking that's a lot.
0: So you normally get a six to nine month deployment. That's one hundred and twenty grand a year. Yeah, tax free. Tax free. Holy fuck. And other benefits on top, but see most of um, most deployments between six and eight months. Yeah. Now the Americans, and I'm sure someone's going to correct me, but the Americans don't get it tax free, and they get like fifteen hundred dollars extra a month. So they're getting paid maybe I don't know. I'm just going to spitball here, but somewhere probably between fifty to sixty grand a year to deploy. Yeah. And they're getting it taxed. Yeah. Whereas we get hundred and twenty grand a year deployed. Tax-free. And, yeah. So for us, the very big motivation is to go to Afghan or Iraq just to get paid. Yeah. Now, whenever I'm, all my mates went to Afghan and Iraq, I actually also got a trip to Indonesia for six months. Yeah. Now, I had my whole pay for that period, which I, I was on – 65, 70 grand a year. Which is not a bad which is not a bad wage. Yeah. But I also got all my benefits for being in Indonesia, yeah. which was about twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. So
1: you're looking like that was designing. tax free. Yeah. That
0: twenty five grand just went straight in my account. Yeah. So I got twenty five grand, lived in Indonesia, which cost me about three hundred dollars every two weeks. Because my accommodation and everything was paid for. So I actually saved fifty thousand dollars in six months. Mm. Out of like you know, after all taxes and everything, I literally saved fifty thousand dollars in that in that in that six months. I came home, bought a house. But so you... I didn't have to go to a war zone. But I actually got the same amount of money.
1: Yeah, but you also got a fucking language out of it, of course. But I'm just talking
0: bigger picture of why people would like to deploy and yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and what the whole purpose of being in the military and all but that stuff is.
1: I brought up all the the army stuff mainly for for the main story of your your incident that happened. What year? Two thousand Eleven, and it's not a fucking small incident. You didn't get deployed, but for for experienced people, that obviously, if you are not deployed, this is a massive thing to happen.
0: Yeah, well, it's pretty big.
1: Fucking, I thought it was pretty big. I I don't really see it as a big thing. Yeah, but go on, describe to the people what's happened.
0: So I was training up. There is a thing called the Dog Cup, Duke of Glasgow, I think it is. Um, Cup, it's the the best soldiers of each battalion go up against each other, Mm. and I was in the team um, training up. It was, I think, it was twenty eleven. And we were doing a training thing. We were out there. We were having fun. Um, and we we're doing these big platoon attacks. And this is a while ago now. This is t- 11 years ago. Jesus Christ. So we were doing this big big thing where it was a company attack. There was one platoon doing an attack. Actually, it was t- two platoons really doing an attack. Mm-hmm. So there was a platoon doing the actual attack, all live fire. This was no, there wasn't Blake rounds or anything like that. Um so what do you
1: mean by live fire? Sh-
0: like live rounds are being shot. So, you're not like...
1: So, this is like a... Like a, a, a so, there's targets in the distance and yeah. they're popping up. They okay. And you shoot at those
0: targets. Okay. Um, and they come up on timers. So, okay. when you hit them, they fall over. Yeah. But in the meantime, they're up. And,
1: and it's basically like one group is sent out first to ch- to, to test these things? You know,
0: there was, what
1: do you mean to test them? Well, like, you're the not going to test them on each other. You, you, one, one, one group that gets sent out, shoots the targets. Correct. Yes. So,
0: okay. Imagine a company. A comp- sorry. A company is three platoons.
1: Yep. A platoon is about
0: 30 soldiers. So 30 soldiers were advancing, firing moving up on these targets, yeah. shooting at them. Machine guns, all your assault rifles and all that. Now, in the most people think that everyone shoots full automatic. The only people that shoot fully automatic are the light machine guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSWs we call them, light support weapons. So they're usually shooting 556, five, sometimes 762, which would be like a mag 58. We had minimize, um, which is very similar to the M249s. Um, for the Americans. Um, so those guys are shooting full automatic. And then the, st- the Stiers, the F-88 Stiers, they're shooting just single fire.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so they'll progress. They'll get close enough to pits. And we actually threw grenades during these attacks too. We did some really cool what, stuff. What, at targets or? So there'd be targets that weren't the pop-up ones because you wouldn't want to blow up the mechanics. Yeah. So they had targets off to the side and you would throw off to the side. When you got to a certain point where the pit was,
1: you would throw a grenade at that pit. How- just out of curiosity, how, how big of a like, radius of an explosion of a grenade is there? Um, six-metre kill radius. Fuck. So, But to be honest, so I'm a think six, I would want A six-metre radius.
0: Yes. So, But let me put it this way. I honestly think grenades aren't very d- deadly. Yeah. They're more of a shock. Yeah. So if you were literally standing right next to a grenade and it went off, it would kill you. No yeah. shit. Yeah. But if you were laying down with your feet aiming towards the grenade and you were a good three... Say, let's say five meters away from it, yep. and you you had yeah, your feet pointed towards the grenade. You're laying down. The grenade goes off. I honestly don't even think it would hurt you. Hmm. At most, you might get a couple of bit of, a few bits of shrapnel on your feet. Well, I'm glad we're not the people that test that theory. Okay, but I'm just saying because the yeah. way grenades are, they kind of sit there, and when they blow up, there's only really certain directions it can go. Yeah, but
1: it all depends on is there it larvae it's going to blow out the top or
0: just or it'll blow up in a in a. So there's the explosive in the middle, and yeah. then I think if I'm correct no, someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong, but it's filled with little ball bearings, and then there's the casing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all the shrapnel involved in a grenade. So when the grenade blows up, all the ball bearings, all the shrapnel goes out everywhere. Yeah. And that's it. So, yeah, you'll throw a grenade. You know nearly are always safe, but the way they do it is you'll progress. They'll have pits already dug. You yeah. get into the pit, you'll throw the grenade, you'll yell grenade. Yeah. Safety supervisor will be standing out the back to make sure there's, you know, no issues, and then they'll jump in their pits. Mm-hmm. It's all very well done. Anyway, that's the platoon attack. Now, the second platoon was up on a hill on the side, and to make it sound more realistic and make it more realistic for the people doing their normal attack, we were shooting stuff, Behind them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, in front of them, but further. Yeah. So behind their targets, we would shoot stuff. We were shooting stuff like eighty-four mil uh Gustav rocket launchers. So they're the big rocket launchers. Yep. Um we had sixty-sixes, which is a smaller version of the rocket launcher. Um 40 mil uh I want to say M two O threes, I can't yep. remember the exact um, which is your underbarrel grenade launchers.
1: Just sorry to cut you off there, is a, is a massive reason people get into the army is just to is just to use weapons. Yeah, like they like shooting cool stuff. There you go. Do you it. find that archaic, or are you just like? That's just it's a cool natural. With, that's just it's a natural. Cool f- the first
0: time you do it, but half that everyone gets bored.
1: Yeah, it's an experience. So you feel like people get sold by the the the. I don't want to say the glorification. No, of, it's
0: it's like be on an adventure, explore the world. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's a bit of that. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, there's that, and then um, and then we had the fifty cal machine guns.
1: Yeah, and this is where we're heading towards your incident. So I was on the fifty cal. Yeah. Which you you hear fifty cal in movies like fucking Transformers. Sorry, and The shit. best way I can explain it is, the, I, I don't know if this is the newest Rambo now, but at the it was. The I remember Rambo that. Then. Yeah, when he's on the fifty cal on the boat. No, the fifty cal on the back of the jeep. There's like a and fifty shooting the, back the of side the jeep of the and he's just
0: destroying everyone really? in the yeah, field. Yeah. Right. So there's a big uh, Browning um, fifty cal. Now these things are done on tripods. You kind of like imagine a tripod, and you have your feet up on the left and right, left and right side. Yeah. So you, you kind of like got your crutch exposed to it, and they've got a big double handle kind of way of holding it, and then you have a big hundred round belts that you put on this. So I was good two hundred rounds in um, to shoot into the targets at the back, and I had what's called a hard clock, which is a stoppage, and it, what it means is the round the. The the main part of the actual inside of the the uh the, the 50 cal got stuck. Yeah so when you pull the cocking handle back, yeah, it only gets halfway. Yeah. Um and this is no word of a lie, the way to fix it is to kick it. So my I, I call it a to, to kick a weapon. Yeah, yeah. So um my offsider, he was my corporal, he came around and I was holding the 50 cal to make sure it didn't move. Mm-hmm. My boss was standing literally right behind me. And my side uh, um, the corporal he was kicking the fifty cal handle to get the jam out. Yeah. These are things are like oh God, I'm doing off the top of my head, but they're probably about thirty kilograms. Like these are heavy machine guns. Yeah. Um, so he kicks it, the handle comes loose and the cocking handle comes loose, and we're all sweet. Boss behind me, he's like, Yep, no worries, go back go back to firing, you know, on your target, and I'm like, sweet. I do out the next call, which is seen on firing now, yeah. and that's when you click the shoot button, yeah. um, and I shoot, and it blows up. What do you mean it blows up? Literally, there was a big explosion on the whole 50 cal. And so, to me, my initial reaction was to dive and protect my face, because yeah. you know when you feel something hitting
1: you in the face, yeah, yeah, yeah and you and you, you react.
0: I, your hands, me, I'm probably doing this really bad with the microphone. Your hands come up, and you, I just curl to the side to protect my face. Boss is, like, five minutes behind me. When this happens, he immediately runs over. Like, screams stop to everyone because that's the way it works. You tell everyone to stop, and there's an incident. He goes, you're all right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all good, but my leg's a bit sore. <laughs> oh, f-
1: <laughs> fuck.
0: And we look down, and there's just blood pissing out of my leg, like my inner
1: thigh. Which is, like, we're, like, the main... Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't think I've ever seen three guys jump on me as... Quickly as that in what, in what regard? So I had my corporal And two other guys Literally just grab me They rip off my pants And they start inspecting me And putting pressure on it Yeah I were really good Like honestly I couldn't All our training for how I was training with the best guys In the battalion Yeah For at that point So it was really good Just to see everyone in action But um Yep, they immediately ripped off my pants, made sure there was no secondary uh, wounds, and then they literally put the pressure on, we bandaged it up, and we called forward the ambulance. Now, the ambulance was fucking useless. They, they drove to the wrong spot. <laughs> so they've got this thing in the army called the golden hour. So if there's any ever an incident, you have to make sure you get out to the hospital within one hour. Yeah. They went as fast as they could, and there was no way I was there within an hour.
1: How far away from hospital were we? Oh, about 45 minutes. So they had a good 15 minutes up their sleeve and they still went wrong. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So I was in, like, the green whistle and all that.
0: Get to the hospital. The hospital staff was like, can you walk
1: in? <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've like, we got a gunshot wound here uh, to, the, to the inner thigh. Oh, uh, can you just get them to walk in? Oh, and they're it. like, mm. And then no once they figured out what was going on, they were like, oh, maybe not. So did you go straight into surgery or? No. Uh, I didn't go straight into surgery. So I went into the hospital. It was actually really fun. Um, they're all really lovely. Uh, it was a while. Yeah. Um, so it was like pretty much the middle of nowhere. Um, they put me into the, into the hospital. They ch- checked me over. They did um, scans uh, through the x-ray machine and that. And they could tell that it wasn't hitting the femoral artery. There was nothing, no hitting, no nerves or anything. But they didn't want to risk me moving. <laughs>
1: So well, they wanted you to walk in. <laughs> yeah, that was after I got
0: inside. <laughs> okay. um, so they didn't want a of risk of me moving or anything like that. So I ended up, um, that was the Saturday and I got surgery on the Monday. Hmm. I asked the surgeon to keep it.
1: Keep the um, shrapnel. Yeah, which I still have. Yeah, where? At home. I have not seen this shrapnel. I just got it in like a medical c- okay. little case. Yeah, yeah, yeah um
0: but yeah they they took it out it was, it was so funny because like,
1: like i'm glad that you think this is funny because this is fun in the
0: hospital it was like oh okay so you're not allowed to move but you need to go to the bathroom
1: yeah
0: so they're like you can do it in a bedpan i'm like no i'll go to the fucking toilet <laughs> yeah. yeah so they're like oh okay i'll get you a wheelchair at least and so i was just like yep no worries they bring the wheelchair they're like do you need help i'm like yeah. I was like super fit at the time. I was like lift myself up without moving my leg. I'm like, oh yeah, nah. yeah, I'm not dead yet. I'm good. And yeah. so I just get into the um, the, the toilet and, the and the that. And then the mornings they do the rounds, and I had all like all the like the, you know, like uh kids that are like yeah the inter- the interns and shit. Yeah, but different like grad students and the people from the the universities. The grad students prior to being interns. The ones that before grad students, the ones before grad students, it's like you're doing work placement from ho- from university. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I had like all of these people yeah. there and they get up to me and like I'm in Waella. This is like the middle of country Australia. Yeah, country like fuck, yeah. Four hours from any major city. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is, uh, you know, Paul Lucari – Gunshot wound to the inner thigh, <laughs> and they are like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> like how random is this? It's yeah. like this is probably their first like, gunshot
1: wound ever." I'll, I'll give you
0: perspective: the four people, uh, five people around me was like 70 year old with a hip replacement,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Guns- 80 years old with a like, Australia a, is not known for gunshot wounds. No, 80 year old with like you know, yeah. getting their like knee right toe. Not to jump the gun, I think a lot of people would be like, "But how did the the accident actually happen?" Now, before we now answer that question.
0: Camera. Michael's just obsessed with this camera. No,
1: I am obsessed because we missed out on foot fetishes last time. Um, Because last time we didn't focus on the camera, we missed out on the whole foot fetish thing and people are going to be like, what was the foot fetish thing? But how did the actual incident happen? Like how did you get a gunshot wound to the inner thigh? So the actual
0: incident happened by when he was kicking that cocking handle. Now... This is not confirmed, but the report says otherwise. And 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 what does the report the report says? Un, unsure. Like it's yeah, unobtainable kind yeah. of thing. Because there's no actual proof but of it. I have spent more than a uh, hundred hours thinking about this. The one thing that stands out to me is when the explosion happened, the barrel shot out, and the only reason. What do you mean by the barrel shot the out? The barrel shot out of the the the, the body. Oh, I just okay. The only reason that makes sense for that to happen is it wasn't locked in. Yeah. And for it to not be locked in, my theory is he, when he was kicking the cocking handle, he leant forward and leaned on the barrel. Yeah. There's a handle on the barrel. And when he kicked it, he might have unlocked it. Yeah. Now, when the barrel sits inside the, the, the body of the, the weapon, the round comes in and feeds into the barrel. Normally the round is flushly into the completely into the barrel, yeah. and there's only a little bit of the actual back of the, the cartridge sticking yeah. out, where the extractor claw would grab onto it, right where the primer cap is that you strike the firing pin on. Yeah, right. My theory is is that wasn't completely in. Yeah. it was actually sitting back maybe half an inch. Yeah. to an inch, and so when the firing pin went forward and struck it. It blew the back of the cartridge. Yeah. And all the shrapnel from the back of the cartridge shot out the bottom of the uh, the 50 cal because the extraction port... We're all, when you shoot a round on the 50 cal, the rounds fall out of the bottom. Yeah. So when the shot happened, the explosion came out the bottom yeah. right where my crotch is. Fuck. Now, Did it get the any? reason why I'm confident about this yeah. is, one, the barrel shot out. Two, they had to do an investigation... And when they did the investigation, they cut the barrel. Yeah. And you could see the round stuck halfway up it. Yeah. And half the cartridge was still on it. Uh Normally the cartridge comes off the projectile. Yeah. Like a 50-cal is a good almost six, seven inches long around. But only the front inch and a half is the 50-cal round. Yeah. So the actual projectile part. But there was half the cartridge still on that projectile, which is what holds all the gunpowder and all that. Yeah. So that was halfway at the barrel. So how did the half of that explode out the bottom, and does the rest stay on it? And I think it's because it was exposed. Yeah. Because
1: when it, when so but when he put his hand, potentially or possibly we don't know. Yeah. But when the hand was put on the handle, it's pushed the barrel out, which is exposed. Yeah,
0: when it's forty-five degrees to the left, it's locked in. But yeah. When it's vertical, yeah. it's, it's unlocked. Yeah. So he kicked it and it moved it to the vertical.
1: Yeah. Think of it like, possibly.
0: Yeah. Look, it has to be this. I can't yeah. think of anything else that would make sense. Yeah. Now, um, at the time, I said, "Oh, how much to buy the barrel?" Yeah. And it was thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah. And I was like, "We should all chip in and buy this."
1: Yeah. But
0: I never did. Yeah. I fucking wish I had that now.
1: Yeah. Fuck I that'd be myself cool.
0: The rest of my life. It's probably sitting uh, in some Ramey office in the middle of, I don't know, a camper or some shit. Yeah.
1: So you're, how old are you? That went army wide, that inverse. Fucking hell, it would have. Any Anything
0: that's everyone part of it. A- you, you know, the funniest thing about that whole story, it's not even the fact that I had that accident, it's the fact that a few months later. Now, by the way, my recovery time was meant to be months. Yeah. I was training up for Special Forces at the time because, because I was trying to be part of the best in the battalion. I was yeah, training for Special yeah, yeah. Forces. I had a pack on my back and I was fully fit, ready to go within four weeks. Yeah. I was not letting in since anything stop me. Yeah. I was like, no, I'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, so I was very keen. But anyway, um, about three, four months later, I didn't get to do the dog cup because I, I missed out on all the training. Yeah. About three, four months later, I had a trip to Malaysia. It was RCB 95. So any of these showing boys are in, in uh in uh, the army and they end up going to Malaysia and there's all the plaques on the wall. Look for mm-hmm. RCB95 and I did I did another one after that, like 115. You can see P Lakari up there. But when I did that, um, there was another guy in my platoon,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Gross. He actually subs to me on Twitch.
1: Oh, that's really I'm. lovely.
0: Yeah. He had a 50-cal blow up and it went in his testicle. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. Nah. And now this is a different situation. He's did, he, did he keep the testicle? The whole company had been shooting. Yeah. And it had gotten so hot that he put when he put the rounds on and shut it, it blew up. The rounds were that hot. That just it and, just from the heat it yeah, exploded. Exploded. That's a common thing when people shoot too many rounds. Yeah. Um. Which everyone thought that had happened to me. He mm-hmm. was 100 not that it was 200 rounds in. It was yeah. cold. Yeah. Um. But when he's exploded and it went in his testicle, he s- screamed. I would scream too. That he was on fire. That he was on fire. And so everyone called him Ricky Bobby from that day. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating.
1: <laughs> Good call. Um, so, yeah.
0: Hey how you going, mate? I hope you're
1: watching. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, oh, you just, yeah, I had something before to, to mention and I've forgotten it. And I think it was important because I'm not just going to assume that everybody knows who you are when they read the Neighbours podcast. So you personally, you did the army, you you streamed, blah, blah, blah. We'll get into the streaming in a second. But you talked about how your incident being an explosion from a 50 cow into your leg went nationwide. Yep. On the same level of comparison, you farted, didn't you? No one knows. No one knows, but I know. It is that one of the ones where it just involuntary, involuntary happened. That was a good push. That was a push. Now, mines,
0: awesome, man.
1: yeah. So my I had a I had a nationwide company response. So I worked in the mines uh, as a scaffolder. And my my I add I was a I was a first year scaffolder. But I was paid as if I was like a, a, as a, a intermediate scaffolder. All right. Because they said if you're gonna come up here in the mines, you need to get these tickets. Regardless. I had an incident. Do you, can you guess what it is? No, it doesn't matter. Oh. I do you like me goreng noodles? No, not a big fan. All right, but have you ever made mee goreng noodles? Yeah. So you know when you like you've got the sachets, what's the best way to, to make them? You have a small pair of scissors. And you, and you cut the sachets open. Now, I had a pink, very small pink set of scissors and I popped them in the top of my pocket in my little overalls because everybody gets overalls in the mines. They're all orange. We all get the same overalls. We all get the same boots. We all get the same undershirts. We all get the same underwear. We all get the same area to shower in. I left my little pink scissors in my pocket and, and they have people coming around and doing the washing. So you put your overalls in the washing. And I left my pink scissors in there. This is obviously more drastic than you're getting exploded or shot in the leg. But I left my pink scissors in said overalls. And they sent out a nationwide memo to the whole of fucking Australia, every single mine that... You can't have dangerous objects. And they had a photo of my locker, my number, my overalls and the scissors being like, look at the perpetrator and what he's left in there. Like I'm talking like the small, they couldn't even cut fucking butter and they sent out a nationwide memo being like 408P15S, you're a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I just thought I'd share that. Your turn. My turn about what? Well, I've been running this whole conversation and then you talk. It's now your turn.
0: You just made me talk about my whole life.
1: Well, I, I felt like people needed to know where Pesterly came from. Yes, you're a video game streamer, but prior to the video game streaming, which you've shared quite a lot, but not on this podcast, about your army days, and I'm sure there's a lot more to your army days. So I figured for newcomers. The time you got shot. The time we got shot because t- technically we wouldn't be here w- w- without your uh, your streaming days. Your, your streaming name. Yeah. Correct. So I just wanted to know the man behind Pestily. The man behind the shirt that you wear. Yeah, I didn't mean to wear the shirt. No, you didn't. But you wore it. Now you look like a wanker. So I made a comment like,
0: that's like me wearing a shirt named Eric.
1: <laughs> a shirt named Eric. It's not Eric's a wanker, but that's almost like you're a wanker as well.
0: No, I was, I was outside working on stuff and I was like, shit. You were digging a mud hole. Can you not put that down? Every time you put that down, there's a big spike.
1: I want I want to drink my water. Uh, Anyway. You remember in the first podcast we like I can I can control and, and run the conversation. And now we're here. Now we're here. Should we move on? Should we move on to the most recent project that we've worked on? So the most the raft? The raft.
0: So the video goes went live last week on the Friday.
1: Correct. Correct. So it's it's either the Monday, or the Tuesday now, and this has gone live. And yep. the previous Friday, the, the Raft video, and this is a video I've been most excited about. Yeah, like out of all the videos we filmed, I was most excited about this one. I think, in all seriousness, it's not our best video. It's it's a fun video. It was it was the most enjoyable experience for me. Yeah, because you're not afraid. You're not. No, you're I'm not, not keen on water. I'm not keen on water, heights, anything dangerous or anything fun. Um, but I enjoyed the experience of the raft. I enjoyed the video. Like, okay, like, I know it, it. It sounds like I'm tooting my own horn here.
0: But the actual video itself, we had a very good idea going into it, Mm. what we wanted to achieve. Yeah. We want to make a video about the raft from Raft and see how it goes out in the ocean.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then we started going on these like, oh, what if we have like a news article about like...
1: "Eh, Yeah, sharks. I remember you saying, look up shark cart. There There has been so many in
0: Australia. Yeah. If
1: you watch the video, you'll think, oh, these must be from years ago. They were all from the 2021... 2021 20, 20, I was just only six months prior. Those were like more than three years old. No, they were like all recent within within and a even year. Even the
0: beach that we did the actual raft on, yeah. some dude
1: had died at. Correct. From a straight white shark, and there'd there. been shark sightings multiple times. Yeah. So like, I was very nervous about it in general. That that's one thing I felt I was. Ex- I enjoyed the raft video when we did it, but prior to it, I was like, "Fuck, you're not taking this seriously, bro!" Like, I was like, "What happens when we get out there? What happens if there's an issue? We don't. You, you're not telling me that." We just slapped it with a paddle. Of course, you would have slapped it with the paddle. That's your. That's your literal like excuse for like. That's your what's the thing? That's your solution. That much gets me nervous. Your solution for everything is I'll slap it with a paddle.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I don't. Not a lot gets me nervous.
1: Like so. seriously, except for some of the beers that we drank tonight. Dude, some of the beers were fucking horrible. Some of the beers were fucking horrible. Have a, so look, them at, were really nice. have a look at the beer video that we did. There in is, like two months' time. You be reckon? Out, it'll be out in about a month. I thought you were going to push for it to be out real soon. It'll be out in about a month. About a month. Regardless, there were some regrets, there were some last. We had a great time.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a great video. I actually think it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But anyway, we're not talking about future. Content. Sorry, sorry. Raft. Like I honestly, like you're... your really want to do it again. Number two, I want to do it again too because I enjoyed it. But the original thing was like we haven't talked about a safety boat or a jet ski or anything out on the ocean. If things fuck up, like I know in the video you'll be like, well, oh, but you can see the shore. Getting back to the shore was a lot harder than you think. And it, fucking hell. Yeah. But we did it. I would do it again. I actually we to are going to do it again. 2.0.
0: The raft in the raft video, we we're actually on like a pallet. Like it was literally this. It was pallet. one
1: pallet. It was literally just one pallet.
0: The, the next video will probably be. Six to eight, eight. six to eight pallets. Okay,
1: eight. Yeah. We've got, a, we're, 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 we're fully committing. We're going, we're, we're fully committing. It's
0: going to be a, a full day of setup, I think. Like we'll build the raft and then we'll take it out. It, it'll
1: probably be about three out. days of building.
0: No, no. But I'm talking about like once we actually make the raft. Yeah it'll be, all right, we need to get it all there the day before, set it up, yeah. and then the next morning we can on it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have, like, you and two other guys in my lounge room. It's going to be great. No, we're not doing it from there. I'm going to go to, are we going to Kangaroo Island?
0: 100%. Then we have to go to Cape Jarvis. We're going to Cape Jarvis. So we'll have it all set up on the beach front, ready mm-hmm. to go, and yep. then we'll launch from
1: there. Yeah. So. And, and we're bringing who? The editors. The two editors. We've got, we've got the German and the South African. The German and the South African. Now, the South African, I feel like, it's going to be okay. Oh, my My two two of my three favourite people, our editors, they're going to be joining us on the raft. Raft yes. 2.0. I'll be here for
0: Raft 2.0. Um, The idea,
1: no, we got. I won't talk about it in detail. No, it's just if you watch the first raft video, just imagine it eight times bigger and you're adding a, a, a German. Three more people. Three more, two more. Two more people. And a, and a safety boat. <laughs> the, German. the German, and uh, the South African. South African, South African. Yeah. Anyway, that that's all I've got about it. It's very exciting. This has been a massive night. We're trying to keep these podcasts short, sweet, and punchy. So I think we, we might call that one. We'll, there. we'll call it there. We're sorry that this one was a little bit more serious. I, I wanted to go into the the. It wasn't meant to be serious. It wasn't. I think we were we we're expecting it to be a lot more silly and funny. Because we got drunk. We did get drunk, but I, I went straight into like, no, let's Tell learn a lost story and how you knew he died. Yeah, because I feel like people need to know that because I, I assume that people are some people are going to watch this. They're not going to know who you are, and some people that know who you are don't actually know the story. Mm. They don't. Not half the people do. Uh, and know. then people are going to be like, "Let's learn about Michael," and I'll be like, "Well, when you want to learn about carpet, anyway, another <laughs> time." Well, <laughs> oh, that it was past in... one in the morning. Oh, we drink man. fifteen beers between us, and we're um, farting and pissing, and we had a few wings. We had a few wings. We had some pizza pockets. Mm-hmm. It's a good night. So, um, what we do
0: is we put our IRL videos each week. I've put plenty of gaming content up on both Shorter channel, make and it shorter. And Shut up, people don't get on the Pestle TV channel. <laughs> The podcast obviously in the Pest in Our Mars channel. And if you guys want to see extra stuff from the behind the scenes of all the videos, Patreon, Patreon, all the YouTube memberships. What we're going to do at the end of each podcast is have about an extra 10 to 20, maybe half an hour chat just about the future videos coming up. So if you guys also want to see some of that stuff, it's on the Patreon and YouTube memberships. This is the end of the
1: podcast. Hopefully you guys
0: enjoyed it. Um, We'll be back. Next week, with a new topic, not being about my life.
1: No. Now we'll move into different things, and it's this is fun. this has been uh, the neighbours podcast. Leaving with the new theme song. <laughs> no, you can't sing it if you don't know it. <laughs> no, I worked very hard on the ending. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> go back. We want ten thousand comments on the first video. Go back to comments on the on the first video. quality bass here. The eagle has
0: landed.